Zombieland Double Tap is the sequel to the 2009 cult zombie comedy hit. But has this one doubled the fun or has it tapped out? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscore. Welcome to Popscorn, the Fallon Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we are talking about Zombieland Double Tap. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. This was a very, very long time coming, this one. Ten years. Ten years. Yeah. And the film makes no bones about um, it being so long. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's actually in kayfabe. Yeah. Um, six years has passed. Right. So I think Abigail Breslin's character, uh, Little Rock, was 12 in the first one. Right. And she's 18 in this one. So, yeah, six years there, thereabouts. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a long gestating comedy sequel. Uh, uh, we all know how those have gone. We've been there before. When Anchorman 2 is your gold standard, yeah. you're, not, you're not aiming high. Like, Anchorman 2 was fine. It was... Workable. Workable. Actually landed jokes. And yeah. then on the other end of the scale, the Zoolander 2. And Dumb and Dumber 2. And Dumb and... Well, is it Dumb and Dumber 2? Or is yeah. it Dumb and Dumber... Oh, hold on. No, you... No, Dumb and Dumber... Oh, T-double-O. Yeah. Yes. No, I think... Because that, that's too clever. I think it was just T-O. Oh. Because they're, they're silly. Um I see. Yeah. Oh, God, that thing's awful. <laughs> yeah. My God. Um... So yeah, I was a little worried about this one. I, I was like, okay, they've got all the original cast, it's the original directors are back, they've all gone on to have good careers, which is why it didn't happen straight away. Because Was it three Academy nominees and one yes. Academy winner? Yes. So the fair fucking amount yeah. of buzz between all four of them. And I imagine this this movie cost a lot more than the first one, just oh, from boy. actor wages. Which is know. probably why they had to get the guy who directed Venom. Although I think he directed the first one, didn't he? Yeah, it's the same two people who directed the first oh, one. Oh, okay. Then. Reese and the other lad. They went on to do Venom, and that's all I know yes. now. Um, it wasn't the first attempt to make a sequel series. There was the Amazon um, pilot that never got picked up. Yeah, that replaced everyone. Yeah. And that's probably why it didn't get picked yeah. up. Yeah. But again, they probably thought, well, there's no chance we'll get everyone back. But I think, you know, it's it's the first one's maintained its, I wouldn't say it's cult following. It's just a movie that I've never seen anyone be like, oh, Zombieland. Everyone's kind of fond of that movie. Yeah. Um, it was released at an interesting time, though, when the, the zombie craze just hit its crest, so to speak. Yeah. It was, everything had zombies in it. The Walking Dead was just starting. Cod Zombies is the was yeah. the most favoured mode. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, what else did we have? I feel like we had a Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, one of those films. Probably. I think we just had 28 weeks later. Yeah. So, yeah, zombies were sure as fuck big. Zombies so going up, yeah. not on the inevitable crash we've been suffering through for the last... No, World War Z hadn't happened yet. Oh, good God, no. Um, so I was in two minds. I was like, well, everyone's back and I like everybody and, and it's all the original cast, but it's a comedy sequel. Yep. And I think Anchorman 2 is probably the best um, kind of comparison uh, I just came out of this uh, last night and was just like, that was fine. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I wasn't bored. Nope. I like being back with these characters. When you are back with these characters, not mm. the new ones. Um, and, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, and, and, and 
I didn't find myself laughing as much as I did doing the first one, but it, it got yeah, to... Yeah, it, it, it didn't have the staying power, did it? No. It's, and it's only when I've kind of sat and thought about it that you realise it's, it's kind of like Frankenstein together. Mm. It feels like a lot's been cut out of this, that there's awkward kind of beats in this, that it, it's all kind of... Yeah, it's a series of stuff that happened as yeah. opposed to a very cohesive film like the first one is. Yeah, it is a Frankenstein together, but at the same time, it kind of feels like a road movie. Yeah. It's like, it, it's a series of pit stops going from one place to the other on one singular plot thread Yeah, with laughs to be had along the way. And as a setup, that's not bad. No. As a setup to a, a long-awaited sequel, I'm not sure whether it's too basic well, I, I don't want it to be too far removed from the first one. Admittedly, it's very tonally the same. Um, it's got, Almost identical. Yeah, it's basically the same place. They're driving towards what they think will be a safe haven. Mm. Um, so in that respect, it's the exact same movie as the first one. Um, but good news, everybody. And hopefully this isn't... Yeah, well, that's a spoiler, so I'm going to say that for the end. But the opening song is exactly by who you'd hoped it would be. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that going. It gets off on the right foot. It certainly does. And, I love you know, the the way that the opening titles actually get influenced by the action. Yeah, like they get batted away. Exactly. And bro- that was really cool. I thought it was a great opening. I, I think that the, the first bit when you kind of re reintroduced to your four main characters. Mm. My God, I wish it just stayed that way. Um, <laughs> yeah. All four of them are great. I think um, so. Woody Harrelson's uh, back as Tallahassee. Um, good. He has like obviously we know the big twist about what happened in the first one that his son had died and stuff like this. But they're just doubling down on him being comedy. There's no real yep. serious Woody Harrelson stuff going on here. There isn't. And weirdly enough, I think that makes him the best one. Yeah. Yeah, he's, think... he's the come through the most. Yeah. And you're keeping the greatest hits of Tallahassee. He has not changed since 2009. No. no and I mean that in terms of the characterization. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson has somehow not aged. Yeah, he looks I... the exact same yep. as he did. Um there's some like new wrinkles they add in, so they've kind of established him as like having a very father-daughter relationship in his own head. Admittedly, it's yep. not it's not um, it's not two-way street. Reciprocal, no. Um, with Little Rock, um, and also <laughs> this is what I mean. Okay, this is the first of the weird plot points that get added in where you're like, why that he thinks that he has Native American roots? <laughs> yeah. The payoff is good. <laughs> the payoff is brilliant. But it's like it just comes out of nowhere, and it's just why? Why are we doing this? I think it's it's suitably Tallahassee though, because the the entirety of the first film was basically him on the hunt for a Twinkie. So true. It, it seems that they literally don't mention Twinkies at all. In this not even movie. once. Um, so it seems fitting that it's this stupid of a concept to push him forward. Yeah, I was like, that's Tallahassee. He he's he's that. Dated and dumb. Yeah, that that what that's what makes him a very cool character. The only thing that I've just realised was they'd actually go to an Indian casino in the first one, and he didn't bring it up there. No, and there's nothing in this one that kind of sets him off. He just starts saying out loud that he has Native American roots to set up basically the finals, the final bit of the final set piece, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But yes, you are right. It is a bit uh, derivative, I guess. Yeah. Um, now he's obviously got that father-daughter relationship with Abigail Breslin. I think of the th- of the four returning ones, she's the weakest. She is, but that's because she doesn't get that much time to do anything. No, she is kind of separated from um, from the main group, and the trailers give that away that she's kind of separated for a lot of this movie. But I don't feel like she hasn't got the comedy chops of the other three hands. No, I kind of feel like the opening. But it's not too much of a spoiler because again, they show it in the trailers. Uh, the opening of the movie is them storming the White House. Yes, 
I wish we'd stayed with that for a lot longer than we did. Yeah. I really enjoyed all of that. Yes. And to put it lightly, we were not there long. No. Um, it, yeah. You're not really there long because something happens between um, Columbus, which is Jesse Eisenberg, and Wichita, which is Emma Stone, mm-hmm. um, that kind of forces the first splintering of the group. Um, they're in a relationship now, but it's kind of like, it's like, hinted on they're not like the strongest of relationships. No, I don't remember how much of that was at the end of Zombieland 1, how much of this relationship between the two was there. It was, it was implied, and it feels like, it didn't feel unnatural that they now were actually like in a relationship, put it yeah. that way. But no, they didn't have a, there wasn't a kiss or anything in the first one from what I can remember, it was just kind of, you know, they had a few moments and that was what they were kind of going towards and then we're just seeing the kind of we missed out on the fun bit and we're now getting to them having like the honeymoon is over stage Um, this for me might be the least sorry the worst realised part of the plot Mm. is this crumbling down of their relationship because again if you say in kayfabe for this it's six years plus but at the start of the movie they address it as as ten years later yeah so Enough time has passed where I think what happens between these two feels unnatural. Yeah. It's weird because, again, because we had none of it in Zombieland and Neri in this, we didn't actually get any of them to as a couple. No. Really. And and yet, and this is what I mean. It's one of those kind of janky... I worry the more I thought, think about this movie, the, least, the less I'm going to like it. So I'm going to try not to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, something happens between the two of them that kind of splinters them apart and that sets us on a, a roadmap. And we pick up a few of the ancillary characters. Yeah. Some work, some are wholly confusing, and some do not. Yep. Uh, in the working category, now this might be a bit of a controversial opinion. Go on. I think that Madison, who's played by uh, Zoe Deutsch. Zoe Dutch. Dutch. Deutsch. Um, I think she's good. You know what, Darren? I agree. Good. She's the kind of, the one that, you know, the, the ditzy blonde in pink from the trailers. She reminds me of, well, she doesn't remind me of anything. What she, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was about yeah, to say yeah. she reminds me of a certain character, right, but she doesn't. Okay. What I'm trying to say is that as a character actor yeah. playing the, because there is an element of datedness to it. Yeah. Tallahassee hasn't changed in 10 years. Yeah. Everyone can only remember things that happened before Z-Day happened or yeah, whatever yeah. they call it. Um, Day Zero, isn't it? Something like yeah, that. Whatever. Right. As a dated valley girl, blonde girl stereotype, yeah. she 100% commits to it. Yes. I, I would like to see this Zoe Deutsch, Deutsch, in other things. She's a um, very strong character actor. She has apparently been in a few things, including an Ed Sheeran music video. We won't hold that against her. No, we won't. Um, I think, yeah, it could have been a very one-note character. Um, but it, it is, but it works. Like, they could have been really lazy with the writing, but they just find lots of ways to make it funny. Mm. And she's kind of introduced as, like, the the third point of the love triangle uh, that's happening between uh, Wichita and Columbus yeah. to kind of mess that up. Not in a conventional way. You'll, you'll see what I mean when you watch the movie. But, um, yeah, she's kind of thrown in there to create friction. Yeah. And Emma Stone's kind of disdain of her really helps with the comedy. Yeah. It, it In general, I kind of feel like Wichita's... Um, sort of disdain and sarcasm. Like the, there's a point in this in this movie where all three of the the main returning cast are being incredibly sarcastic and horrible to each other. Yeah. And Madison picks up on it. It's like you guys are really sarcastic. I was like, yeah, they, yeah. Why have they? 
been together this like oh yeah wow, and so wow. mean to each other yeah, yeah. and it, it it kind of feels a bit weird they've been together this long this entire plot is geared around them the, being a family yeah <laughs> oh. ah, I'm not water everywhere <laughs> we'll carry on <laughs> Oh, this is a fun time. Um, let's hope that the Alexa's fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Everybody's okay. Alexis is fine. It's just the floor. Okay, cool. that's oh. why we don't put water next to my elbow. That's why we don't do that. Um, as we were saying, <laughs> yeah. So she's comes off. She being Zoe Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. We found a new. Uh, <laughs> a new. <laughs> if she appears in anything else now, this is how we introduce Zoe Dutch. Dutch, Dutch. She just comes off as one of the strongest performances, purely because she feels fresh. Yeah, and they they add her into the group in a kind of very strong way. And mm. she had yeah, she had something new to that dynamic. There is a twist with this character that I saw coming a mile away, but I absolutely appreciated that they did it where the point that the joke got old, yeah. and then reintroduced it where the joke would have been fresh again. Yeah, this is what I call anti-family guy syndrome. <laughs> I've been saying it's like the sideshow Bob stepping on rakes. Yeah, funny kind of is. stops being funny. And then comes back, back around to, to funny uh, again. Yeah. Um, now, the same cannot be said for, in my opinion anyway, for uh, Avon Jogia? Jogia. Oh, God. Hang the on. lad playing Berkeley. Yeah, Berkeley is... Uh... Oh, God, it just didn't work, did it? No, not in the slightest. Of him being like... So, like, you know, he thinks that... Because this is the person that um, Little Rock picks up and decides to fuck... Um, <laughs> essentially, that's the plot for them too. The, the plot, um, the plot is Little Rock's horny. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, she's found a hippie with a big bag of weed and, yeah. a, and a guitar, and she's just going to be okay that he's just literally playing like Freebird and saying he wrote that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's a pacifist. Now it's funny to what it's. He's only good for the reactions that he gets out of Tallahassee. Yeah, that works real well. The scene where Tallahassee finds out who and what Berkeley is yes. is glorious, that's fantastic. <laughs> And he's the one driving them forward. There's a detour to Graceland uh, before they get to um, um, the safe haven that he's been told about that they need to get yeah, to. Babylon. Yes. Um, so yeah, he doesn't really work. None of his jokes really land. I mean, no. it, it's funny that he's so oblivious that he thinks people won't think he writes Freebird. Yeah. But the punchline for this is the one of the most awkward things in the entire movie, but it requires spoilers. So we'll, yeah, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. Um, Oh, do you know who I was most worried about? The ru- the ruiner herself. It's Rosario Dawson. Oh, you mean vaginal oh, Nick Fury? Yeah, whenever she's had to anything now, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's Rosario Dawson. <laughs> and, uh, the Netflix Marvel shows have just ruined her yep. so entirely. And she doesn't really add much to this. Not really. I mean, to be fair, I liked her a lot. Yeah. and But I got... There is a point in this film where she shows up again, yeah, and that was a bit forced, yeah. But I think when you you go to her castle, so to speak, yeah, that scene works. But that's also because it introduces um, some. And this is too much. Is this too much of a spoiler? Who it introduces there? No, uh, it introduces uh, some doppelganger characters, which I think might be in the trailer as well. It is. It is. Ah, it's all right then. Yeah, and then you get that whole plot thread. Yeah, uh, that whole pit stop, and that was highly entertaining. So, I'm, I'm with you on that. Rosario Dawson was 50-50 for me. Uh-huh. Really good in the scene where it's her, she's the focal point. Yeah. Really unnecessary at the end where she isn't. Yes, I'll go with that. Um, the two you alluded to are the doppelgangers of Tallahassee and um, Columbus. 
They are Albuquerque, played yep. by Luke Wilson, and Flagstaff, played by... I haven't got his full Thomas name. Thomas Middleditch. Boom. Uh, he's in, I think he's in the IT crowd. Uh, not, the IT, not the IT crowd. He's uh, in Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley that's the one. Yes. Um, now, it's funny, so at least it's got that going for him, but yep. their introduction is so, like... It feels like there's another plot going on. There's a cloning subplot that, yeah. is, that may have been removed because it's just too uncanny how much they like each other. Yeah. And it's played for last, but it makes no sense. <laughs> like, that there's no further explanation of why they are literally just Tallahassee and Columbus like, again. It, it's funny. It's fine. Yeah. Again, like, it got a couple of chuckles out of me, but then I remembered that we're supposed to be following the subplot of the zombies are revolving. Yeah. And this isn't anything to do with evolving zombies no it's it's literally Columbus has a list of rules Flagstaff has a list of commandments and they're comparing them but they're just differently worded ones yeah and it's like it's thank god it's funny because otherwise I'm like what the fuck this is lazy writing at it's absolute worst yeah now they're on the saving grave it leads to probably my favourite action scene of the whole piece yeah which we won't give away but no. it does in, in the Elvis kind of Castle, it oh, yeah, a yeah. fantastic action piece. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I mean. But it feels like stuff was cut from this. Mm. The scope may have been bigger, the runtime may have been longer because, it, yeah, it feels like more explanation was needed there. And we just yeah, because this it. was a pretty brief film. It didn't feel like a long watch no, whatsoever. Um, Aaron Forty, there you go. Wow, yeah, Damn, just shade over ninety. That, that's good though. I don't think it, it overstayed its welcome. And my God, after Joker felt like four hours, I feel like that's <laughs> appreciated. Um, well, that's all the new characters that are kind of any substance. Everyone else is just kind of, you know, set dressing for later. Basically. And even then, well, that's the thing. They've only added, what, five new main characters, but that's doubled the character came from the first movie. Yeah. And then some. So I, mm, some of, only one of them really landed for me. Um, Albuquerque and Flagstaff we're giving away aren't in it for much no so they don't, they, they're fine for when they're in it but yeah the, on balance I think if you, just, if you just spent more time with the original four I don't think I would have been too upset about it. no that. I don't think I would have either cool um, I think everything else we need to cover is spoilers will require a spoiler alert but before you jump off I will just say um, it's good it's solid don't worry about it, it's not... Because I remember listening to a podcast and they were like, oh, we know someone who's seen a preview of an upcoming like big tempo move before the end of the year mm. and said it was absolutely atrocious. And I was worried it was this one. Yeah, It's not. I think the only damning thing I can say about it, it lacks the special source that the first one has. Yes, 100%. The X factor's not there. And if, thankfully everything else is strong enough that it's, it's fine and it can get by... But it, it, it's not going to be on the levels of the, remembered as fondly as the first one is. Very luckily, though, it doesn't ruin the reputation of the no, first one. God, no. It's not like, well, Zoolander was a flash in the pan, and then they tried it again and ruined it. Yeah. Or, you know, what was the other one we talked uh, about? Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it's not like Dumb and Dumber, which actively makes the original Dumb and Dumber worse. Exactly. It's not that. It is more Anchorman 2, where it's like the first one is a classic, and the second one is also good. It's fine. More time spent with the characters... And that's more all you can ever really ask for. Yeah. It's a recommendation from me, but I would say don't make this the one you sit down and watch properly. I would make an evening of this movie. Look, much like I did. I went to the Electric, which is my favourite cinema, and I made a time of it, and we got some drinks, and it was a lovely, lovely time, and it was a no-consequence, fun evening to have with friends or yeah. loved ones. It's, it's a good palate cleanser joker. 
Absolutely it is. And just to get that oh, that really dense thing out your head and just have <laughs> surface level fun again, it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's a good planet cleanser going into the end of the year. Spoiler alert! Um, well, yeah, so... There's not much to cover, really, in terms of spoilers. I guess we can talk about that action scene now, though. Yeah. Yeah. You get, so that's... So they go to Graceland, and it's been decimated. Yeah. Um, it's rubble in the ground. Yes. Because the zombies are evolving. Oh, and they've started giving names to the zombies, yeah. like it's left for dead. Yeah, you've got homers, which are your dumb zombies. Um... <laughs> and they use the Simpsons font. Yes, they do. Um, I must say, the cutaway gags landed much higher this time. Yeah. The bit where they dropped the Tower of Pisa yeah. on zombies, There's that was the, great. The zombie kill of the week and the year are very good. Yeah. Um... The for oh, the ending cameo, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, the um, oh my god, where was it going with this? The 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 fight so, yeah. in in the Elvis Inn. Sorry, so yeah, there's Homers, there's Hawkings, which are the slightly smarter zombies that can problem solve, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have Ninjas, which are the silent ones, and they give way to the T eight hundred, the Terminator <laughs> zombies yeah. that like literally have to have like so much. And the scene where they introduce them is really good. Yeah, um, they've got this like the bus. And they put Columbus on top of it to like call shots out. Yeah. And he's like, right, the front of it is twelve, the back is six, like you know, and two you've, o'clock. Yeah, you've got Tallahassee and Wichita on either side of the bus. Yeah, it's just going. And it's like twelve, two, and it's, six, yeah. and they just. But then twelve <laughs> o'clock. Why is everyone shouting numbers? Um, <laughs> and yeah, they they um they're attacked by the T eight hundred, and Tallahassee empties everything into it, and it only gets it when it's like crawling and has to like step its head in. I enjoy the um, it goes bam for one shot kill, bam it says double tap, yeah. triple tap, quadruple tap, and then he goes what whatever the thing is for nine tap, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, quadruple trap, and then yeah, whatever the nine oople thing is. Um, <laughs> that was really good. Um, so they. Um, they get to um, the Hound Dog Hotel, yeah, um, and then that's where they meet Rosario Dawson, and it's where they meet Albuquerque and Flagstaff, and they're like bragging how good they are. They go out there murdering zombies left, right, and centre, um, and then when they come back in, they find out that they've both been bitten, <laughs> yeah, and turned zombies. Getting rid of three of them outside of where, yes, oh yeah, and there's this whole thing where. Uh, Tallahassee's building something called The Beast yes. which is the president's car yes. with a minigun on top all, all the stuff at the White House when they're just it was like I wrapped it in Taft's um, <laughs> painting and he was the fattest president so there's a lot left <laughs> yeah. um, if you needed some more for next year yeah. when, when Wichita and, and Columbus want to have sex they have to put post-it notes over Lincoln's <laughs> eyes and he's like those are the eyes that feed the slaves <laughs> like, well, I don't want to watch any fuck so uh, they put post-it notes over <laughs> And when um, when Tallahassee's doing his Father Christmas thing, and it's like, well, I I believe Santa. I don't I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he proposes with the Hope Diamond. It's yep. all good. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. So they end up getting in a fight with Flagstaff and Tallahassee as they turn into zombies. Mate, it's 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 done. It's not through one camera. No, there's bits where you can tell there's been cuts. But that's how it's acted out of them kind of moving through the four rooms of this place yeah, trying to fight the two so of them off. Good. And there's nice callbacks like the don't swing, don't swing, swing. Yep. And he completely misses him anyway. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? Bad. How, how are you doing? doing? Bad. Bad. <laughs> um, and that was really good. You can say anything else. The Columbus Tallahassee relationship is intact and firing all cylinders so all the way through this movie. Yep. Which is good. Um, oh, yeah. The spoiler we need to get away early. It is a Metallica song. Yeah. It's Master of Puppets. <laughs> Everything's good. It's a beautiful thing. You it's, get to see Tallahassee going ham with a crowbar. 
I was a bit like, oh, they're just going to pick like a like for whom the bell tells works because it's like apocalyptic. Yeah. I'm like, are they going to pick a similar apocalyptic song, or are they going to stick with Metallica? Thank God they stick with Metallica <laughs> because you know like Lars Ulrich needs that money. Um, <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Um, see, you, that's your middle kind of set piece, um, and it's all building up to them going to this Babylon, which is like a hippie commune, basically. Yeah, they seem to have like they put shipping containers around a tower. Yeah. Like a giant fuck-off skyscraper. And they've turned it into... This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. That, yeah. They melt all guns down and form them into peace signs. Yep. Which means they are wholly unprepared for the final fight. (laughs) When... uh, Well, this is... There's two things happening in real quick succession that kind of... This is like the jarring I spoke about. So you have Wichita with the with the hippie Berkeley the whole way through, mm. and it seems like she's kind of believing the hype that he wrote all these songs. You mean Little Rock, sorry, Little Rock, sorry, Not yeah. Wichita. That she believes all the hype that he wrote, Freebird, and all that good stuff. And they seem like relatively happy together. And there's even a plot point of when the other three get there, they're just happy that she's talking and you know. Yeah. And, and they pull and they pull that whole thing of like she was born pretty much as Z Day started, yeah. so she didn't doesn't really know anything other than. Zombieland. Yes, yeah, exactly. And so now, that was interesting. She can hang out with people around. Oh, she's got a boyfriend. It's great. And um, upon seeing these tally heads, says, right, I'm done with that. You two are fine. I'm off. I'm going to spread my wings. And then in the s- less than about two minutes, Tallahassee sees all the T-800s running, decides, okay, I do want my family back. Spins right, Jay turns and then goes back to Babylon. Yep. Says, this is what's happening. And um, Little Rock just goes... Yeah, fuck you, Berkeley. I know you're a poser. I don't like you. Bye. Yeah. And it's literally, like, it's like everyone knows who Bob Dylan is. Yeah. You fucking poser. But, I mean, and it was funny, but like so much like we got resolved real quick. Yeah. It felt like they could have spent a whole lot of the movie doing, and all of a sudn just she just flips the screen and says, "Yeah, I don't like you anymore." I got no content like of her having second guessing or anything like that. But, yeah. yeah. This does lead to the best reaction of the entire film, though, which is when Tallahassee's talking to the commune of hippies. Yeah. He's like, "We've got one." thing that they don't have and Madison goes guns he's like we ain't got no. guns and she's like what <laughs> fucking funny oh god it is funny um, listen she's she's hitting that's why I think she's a good addition because she's firing off the good joke yeah. the fact they think she's turning into a zombie and she's, having, like, yeah, she's having a nut allergy <laughs> who knew there were nuts in trial mix <laughs> oh god that was funny um, so and then the final fight happens where they've kind of you know, they've rigged up an explosive that's probably going to blow them all up. It doesn't work. We kind of get them all hugging each other, going like, oh, it's the end. And then the deus ex Dawson comes through the door. <laughs> and Rosario Dawson just plays them all over in the monster truck that... Um, that crushed the beast. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Rosario Dawson's out of the day. Oh, oh great. Um, it was fun then playing over everything in the monster truck. Um, and then that's where they kind of play on... The whole way they've been talking about how the Indians... The Native Americans, sorry, killed the buffalo by herding him off the cliff. Yeah. And that's basically the final plan, is they'll run him up to the top of this tower, um, just... Tallahassee will just pelt it to the edge, <laughs> jump onto a hook, and then they will all just cascade over the edge and, and, and die. And it feels like the only reason they put that Native American stuff in there was so they could do this to, you know, to kill off all the zombies. Pretty much. Yeah. So, and, and it's great, it, it works. It's a fun but... scene, but it does feel wholly manufactured it yeah. doesn't feel like it was necessary to the plot to yeah. do that 
I'm saying this about Zombieland, but I you know, know what I mean. I know. You know. That's what I'm saying. It just lacks that the special source of the final bit of uh, the original Zombieland in the theme park where he's just in that bunker with the two guns and now uh, he's hanging off of the hook and yep. it feels like, yeah, it, it's... You it did, it tries to... to be bigger and at the same time feels far smaller yeah. and that is a problem. Yeah, the best... The best like scene, I think, is probably the first one when they're storming the, the White, the White House, House to yeah. Metallica and they're just doing the slow-mo gun stuff. And it feels like everything else is kind of, again, solid, yep. but nothing really rises to the top like we had in the first one. Mm. And that's all. It's, it's only banned because of comparisons to the first one. Yeah, Not that bad, is it. Like, banned is the wrong type of... It only falls down when compared to the first one. It's still solid, and I appreciate what it's done. And what it has going for it is... Bill Murray's back. Oh yeah, in yeah. the post-credit scene. <laughs> uh, first of all, Al Roker was the first one to become a zombie. Who knew? And oh, fucking Grace Randolph was in there yeah, as well from Beyond the Truck. Oh, I hate that woman. Yeah, it's fine though because Bill Murray kills her. Yeah, Bill Murray then just turns into Daredevil. And <laughs> I enjoy how much he's enjoying it as well. It's just because the the setup was he's doing the press junket for Garfield Three. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> And he clearly fucking hates it. Yeah. And <laughs> like, he just... I, I'm a bit real with you. Drugs cost money. Yeah. <laughs> and he, just, he just flips a switch and Bill Murray's a okay with just murdering a lot of zombies. Yep. Bill Murray, I love all your films. And he doesn't bother to say that. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, it's fine. Oh, God, that was funny. Because they bring up earlier on, Rosario Dawson's like, oh, he's going to get... I nearly murdered you. Yeah. And Murray's now become like a phrase to mean killing someone pretending to be a zombie. Thinking or pretending to that they're a zombie. Yep. And she's like, if I ever find out who does it, I'm going to kill him. And, and comes yeah, like, oh, I thought that was going to go somewhere and it didn't. It doesn't, but no, it sets no, up instead a nice... No, instead what it does do is follow the <laughs> follow the trend of the film, which is a, they're going to fuck. Yeah. yeah, everyone gets a fuck buddy. Other than ultimately when they're driving away in the car at the end of the movie, other than Little Rock, who entire plot line was finding a fuck. Yep. And everybody else got one. But they do get to drive off in Elvis's pink Cadillac and... It's a fun time for everyone. It is. And it turns out the real Zombieland was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> so, you know, that Touché. was the ending. But no, I think, yeah, the best praise I can give it is it didn't suck. Yep. Good job, Zombieland it's 2. It's so not shit. You're wonderful. Plug away, Michael. You can go and find me on Twitter and Instagram at @thatmikeowen. You can go and follow Darren on Twitter and Instagram at, at @thegutridge. You can go and follow the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at FowlyNT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. You can find us on SoundCloud under that very same name, or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your RSS feeds under the username FowlyNT Podcasts. We have just recorded Michael Owen's magnum opus of a pitch a phase four uh, MCU movie. Um, it's when no, we haven't had to yet, but the original recording took over two hours, so who are <laughs> for a long one? But it is very, very, very good. That's it's, probably coming up next after this, I imagine. This will be coming is. out first, yep. I, I think. And then we'll have that. We'll then be getting into a bit of a glut of stuff, including Pokemon Sword and Shield, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, um, the Adams Family. We've then got, we're all then gearing up for Star Wars yep. in December. Good God, the thing you were talking about, I've seen one major, I've seen a preview for a film and it sucks. I hope it's not Star Wars. Oh, good God, yeah, if it's Star Wars. Yeah, my God. It's the only ten-pole film left. Surely it is, right? I can't think of Unless they meant many. it. Maybe. Because we've not, we've not reviewed that, because I've still not seen it. Yeah. But Darren told me it was shit. So yeah, well, I know. I'm great. I'll watch it on my own before well, the movie's end. Yeah. For the movie's end, for the year's end. Small move. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.